0: and As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things.
1: If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Erin Addison's.
1: On American Family Radio. Welcome to your Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Um... The Young Blood. Yes, yes. And Jay Macer on tap to help us navigate the show. It's Friday. Yay. Thank you so much for sticking with us all throughout the week. Before we get into kind of the recap of the week and opening up the phone lines, mm-hmm. um, we want to make you aware of our spring that that is right around the corner. Yes. And you have an opportunity to be a part of that. That's right. Uh, hopefully in a way that's significant to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen to stories. We are uh, gathering listener stories uh, to play during our spring Sharathon. And we'd like to hear from you. If you have a testimonial on how the Lord has really used AFR to speak to you, uh, maybe you're going through a tough time. You heard just the right word. Maybe there was a broadcast that that uh, played a preaching show, whatever it may be. Uh, we want to hear from you. So call 877-876-8893. That's 877-876-8893. And you will leave your a uh, testimony there, and you may hear it during the spring charathon. So that's 877-876-8893.
1: Okay. Um, so just to recap, as what we do on Friday is our gumbo show and everything goes into the pot, you yes. can be a part of that. We will, <clears throat> excuse me, open the phone lines up and take more of your calls than we normally get around to because there are some
0: <laughs> issues. Because I'm talking too much?
1: A little bit. No, a little no. bit. I, I don't want to be offensive and, and I always want to care about, you know, your personal feelings. So I just just I'll say it carefully, okay. Um but what we do on Friday is try to recap the show and then for some of our listeners who tried to get in, I am I I'm not surprised. I'd like to say I'm surprised by the amount of people who say, I tried to call in on this one, but there was not enough time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd, like I, I'd, I'd like to say that
1: i'd like to say that but that would just be untrue and so so i right. won't say that i just will say um i just will say i'm i understand okay? i understand I and understand. i'm working on it okay <laughs> uh, a couple other things i i want to say to our listeners so for a long time um we have been asked all kinds of questions about like you know, what we're doing with our kids, what we're reading with our kids. And yes. um, just as we're here and there and almost a little bit everywhere <laughs> with our kids, uh, people have asked us to kind of like, hey, you guys should do this. You should, you know, kind of bring us into your world. And so <laughs> we, we've we hesitated for a long time to do it, but we have finally decided that we're going to do it. And, a and I, it's a very, very <laughs> crazy world that we exist in. But, you know, I got to tell you, so for the last two years um, and just because this is a Friday show, it's a little bit of a lighter show. So for the last two years, I just went on a personal um, kind of hiatus from Facebook Mm -hmm. and um, not Instagram because Instagram I set up decades ago it feels like i know that's it, it just was around. unused but it was unused okay like if you if you follow me on instagram i apologize for that desert because the last post that you got from me oh. until very recently was that jd is turning four yes and he's okay now that's the and 13. He's 13 okay so so i apologize for that it was when you know instagram kind of became a thing and so everybody should have an instagram account so i got one <laughs> and just i just posted uh pictures of my coffee mugs. I collect coffee mugs and so <laughs> right. I did that for a little bit, then got bored with it, posted some pictures of the kids <laughs> forming a rock band, and then the last group <laughs> or the last photo was JD's turning 4. Yay. And and then it it just was abandoned, okay? Yeah. And and I I didn't really look back. Um but Facebook was something that I gave myself to like fully engaging and you know, keeping up the content and writing posts and things like that. But then what happened was I I personally felt like Facebook mm-hmm. was beginning to monopolize my time Yes, and not because anybody was forcing that, but it was my own lack of self-control. If mm. I could just be direct and frank about it, yes. just those red bubbles popping up all the time <laughs> meant that I had to respond. I, I got to engage people commenting on my posts. I've got to respond. There would be these messages that, that I didn't even know existed. Facebook has a secret folder that they send me. I, and, and so <laughs> Because of my personality, I felt like all of those things were demands that I had to respond to, and I didn't like the way it made me feel. It made me feel like there was so much more that was important um more so than what was immediate my family, my little kiddos mm-hmm. and uh i was I was lamenting that about two years ago
2: mm-hmm.
1: um to will the Great in the presence of all the kids and just saying man i just I feel like Facebook just really." pulls on you like it just makes you you know which of course it can't make you right but but will the great and all of his profundity and uh using as few words as possible said you could delete the app from your phone you know (laughs) now why that hadn't occurred to me i don't know it's it's like it's like somebody you know drowning in like three feet of water and, and and the person says well stand up (laughs) <laughs> oh okay okay yeah that's right I should just stand up right and so I'm I'm going somewhere with this so what I did was I deleted the app from my phone the Facebook app which most people know that if you're going to use social media if you've got to go to your desktop to do, you're it, not do it you're not going to do mm. that and and the reason for that is because most people when they go to their desktops it's to work mm-hmm. so you're not going there to scroll through Facebook but on your phone it just seems like a pastime right, right. you know And so deleting the app, I did not intend to delete it for two years. Um, But honestly, there was a piece that returned to my life that I felt (laughs) like, oh,
0: I don't have to.
1: Yeah, I don't (laughs) have to know everything. I, you know, and and I don't have to feel the weight of knowing everything and, and the demand of responding to everything. And I got to tell you, and, and I, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be studies done on this and probably there are studies done on this right now, but the sense of um, lightness that returned to my life just by that one act was mm-hmm. like, whoa, I hadn't felt that just being able to be in a space and not have this constant nagging of a demand, you know, happening in a world away, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. and so, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that, that piece. And um, and what I realized was that whether I realized it in the moment or not, Facebook was really shaping my life. Mm -hmm. It was shaping my life. And so um, so I was I didn't have it on my phone for two years. And if you if you are my friend on Facebook and you sent me um, or if you were not and over the years or two years that we traveled, uh, because here's what I found. I just recently put the app back on my phone. Um, that I had friend requests from people <laughs> from like a year ago, two years ago. And um, and so, you know, again, I wasn't there, okay? I just wasn't there, all right? Nobody lived there. Uh, but here's the point. We are reengaging. I am reengaging social media because in part of the presentations that I make as we are traveling to different parts of the country and talking about, you know, warning parents about what's going on, on social media, I started to feel a sense of, um, guys, I am just too close to you, okay? I'm, I just take too much of a risk that you guys will can be trusted with me being 100% honest. So what started to happen for me was that I, I started to feel a sense of pride that I'm not on these social media outlets. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I don't know. you guys. You <laughs> man, know, you know. It's, it's, it's crazy I'm how just, easy that can happen. It's so easy. It's so easy. Oh, we can become prideful over the smallest <laughs> things, guys. All right. So because I'm doing all of this research and I'm keeping up with the the disastrous and the dire consequences or the effects of Instagram and TikTok on our kids. I will not get TikTok. I will just tell you that. So don't do not. I, there's no. I'm, <laughs> no. No if ands or buts or ticks about it. I am not getting TikTok, but I will say this: I started, and so I was kind of starting to feel a little bit convicted about that. And I realized that I almost kind of w- was putting myself in the position of, and you're gonna know what I'm saying when I say this: like, oh, that radio, radio is oh, that's of the devil, right? Do you yeah. remember, right? Yeah, that yeah. television. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so that's a very easy thing. But what we don't recognize is that if we can be disciplined, right? Then those things are tools.
2: Yeah, and they true. are
1: in and of themselves. In many instances, the 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 medium, the medium, is um, neutral to a certain extent. I got to be very careful yeah. here, <laughs> okay? But the way we use it is not neutral. Mm. So my conviction was, okay. I am decrying the darkness across these platforms but I am not lighting it up. Mm. I am I am not and and I and you know this because you listen to this program. I have something to say. <laughs> I have something to say about what's going on in the culture. I have something to say about what our kids are being taught. I have something to say about things like critical race theory and 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 sexuality and and sexual identity. I have I've have something to say about those things. Yeah. And and so I my conviction was okay, I got to I got to get back on there and we want to be a part of the solution. So I will say this. So we have a YouTube channel that um our kids are only and 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 why is this important for me? Because <laughs> I want I don't want it to seem like we allow our kids to do something that we warn other people's kids no, that's not important. to do. That's important. That's important. You, do you don't want to be a hypocrite. Saying? You don't no. look, like, look like a hypocrite at least cuz we're and, not And so here's what's important for people to know that our kids have very limited access to YouTube and it's only under our observation. So so even though we have a YouTube channel, which is a new thing, and our daughter, Mariah, I got to just give credit here. Mariah edits all the videos. So if you go to the YouTube channel, this is all her work. Like and, and because one of the things was it's like a pet. It's like a pet start starting a, a YouTube channel is like a pet. And, and I said, we can start the channel, but I'm not going to feed it. I'm not going to take care of it. I'm not going to walk it. I'm not going to do all of those things. And so Mariah is like, I will do all of those
0: things. <laughs> and she has,
1: and she has. And so the videos that you see, um, even when the kids are not on the, on the front side of the camera, they are behind the camera and their it's their ideas and their creative juices. So, yeah. If and, and this is what I say, if it is a blessing and an encouragement to the body of Christ, then partake. But if it adds to noise in your life, you know what I mean? Like if it's a distraction yeah. and you're just like rah, 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 radio, then <laughs> I say don't do not do it. Just leave it. All of that, my final word here, and then we'll do a recap. This weekend, um, if you are following and keeping up with with what's going on on that page, we used to do this live on Facebook. Uh, we haven't done it in a while but now we're moving that to our family's channel. We will be doing a, um, a Bible challenge with consequences.
0: <laughs> Some people have seen the challenges. So y'all know
1: we that. don't play. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so this weekend we will be doing uh Bible challenges with consequences and rewards. So if you want to watch that and you want to kind of quiz yourself Then you can just check for that and then just just see when it comes out. The whole aim and and this particular challenge, I would just tell you just as an idea and an encouragement for families is to um, to reinforce our children's love for God's word, like Mm -hmm. that they should they should care about God's word. So this is something that we would just do. Um, among ourselves like okay well who said this or like this or that or like who you know that kind of thing but now what we're just doing is saying okay so if if it's a blessing for people to see us do this and just be ourselves which can I just lean in for a second and say I'm learning that on YouTube there is a different etiquette from what we do here at um, American Family Association mm-hmm. like American Family Studios so like I'll say well, I don't know if that's if that's good. I don't know if that lighting is good. I don't know if that makes sense. That seems a little... And, and so Mariah <laughs> says to me, y- this is YouTube. She's, <laughs> she's, she's 16. This is YouTube. They don't want that. They don't want that. And so this is Gen X, both of us, Will the Great and I, are Gen X trying to understand Gen Z in real time. <clears throat> so So we want to polish things and we want things to look like, you know and now you know the rest of the story (laughs) and gen z says oh that's cringe cringe Cringe. someone literally told me today literally told me today (laughs) mom mom stop mom that's cringe cringe do you mean is that is that short for cringe worthy like because there's no it's cringe so anyway if you guys um don't want cringe, then check out the YouTube <laughs> channel. If you want cringe, keep listening to Aaron the Addison. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
0: Yeah, cause we put our trust in God way,
1: Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. We really do appreciate you listening. I'm Miki.
0: And I'm Will, and that's Palace with I Know a Place.
1: D Youngblood and Jay Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show on this, the Friday gumbo edition, which means everything goes into the pot. We do mm-hmm. a recap of what we've talked about during the week and open up the phone lines. I'm going to do that right now, by the way, even as I'm recapping. There may be some things that you're like, oh, I wanted to say, and I didn't get to say. 888-589-8840-888. Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Oh, just incidentally, um, Will the Great did mention to me during the break that uh, we should probably tell you the name of the channel, the name of the Family <laughs> Channel. Sorry. Um, it's MSNBC. Just kidding. That's a. That's a wow. No, nobody's
0: going to tune in. Well, their their
1: ratings are so low they they would they were they would take us. They were like, sure, you guys have got to boost. They oh they wanted goodness. to put us in a time slot to kind of compete against Tucker. Oh. So so when we when we went ahead and pitched the show to them, um, they were like, yeah, we got to mm. get Joy Reed out of here so we could get the Addisons, uh-uh. and that's not where I would. <laughs> no (laughs) that's not where i would like to be (laughs) um but you know i'll take it because uh, we want to go where the people have the greatest need and the msnbc watchers have the greatest need Mm. and so um
0: (laughs) is is mission
1: work it's, a, it's that's missions. What it, that's a, that's <laughs> what it is. It's missions. And somebody said, they they produce your content and the 16-year-old is editing the videos. There you go. <laughs> and it's better than what they're doing. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that's It's only because wow. it's Friday, y'all. It's only because it's Friday. It's Friday. Gumbo. And it's yes. gumbo. It's a little bit lighter. We laugh just a little bit. Uh, no, the name of the channel is Whatever You Do, and it mm-hmm. comes from our family mission yes. um, that whatever we do, we do all for the glory of God. So all of the content... <laughs> that will be produced there uh, is for the glory of God is that God is exalted. And that's in the, as we said, the production, the editing, the ideas, the music, all of the stuff that you see there. Uh, We wrote an impromptu worship song that is. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You have to go and see it. Um, We wrote an impromptu worship song and it's already been putting people back together um, on YouTube. It's 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 uh, it's been a, min- a ministry <clears throat> blessing. So
2: mm,
1: if you want to see amen. it, the channel is whatever you do. Be careful as you look that up, though, because we're not. I mean, we just started like a week ago, right? Um, <laughs> oh, right. So YouTube doesn't care about us. So <laughs> so you got to be careful doing a search for whatever you do. Like that's dangerous. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, and if you're a younger person listening, it's a, it's a family friendly channel. Um, if you're a younger person listening, then what you're going to want to do is get your mom or dad to find the channel um, because just putting in YouTube search, whatever you do is not recommended. Okay. So uh, anyway, un- until, you know, until we reach dude, dude, perfect status. Yeah. Right. Pound it. No, I'm just <laughs> gonna- <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's just oh a little, a people little congestion. Like what is that? sorry they know they know. <laughs> they listen, this is a this is a whole other world. Oh my goodness. Right. Can I tell you, let me I'm gonna make a joke for you here, but this is the reality of my age. So I go to YouTube when I need to grab clips and content for presentations and, and what we do on this program. Yes. Okay. Now the kids the kids actually have pre-approved channels. These are channels they will ask us ahead of time. Hey, so-and-so makes videos about this. Can I watch this? And so we have to watch it with them first, um, sort of like the training wheels of approval. We watch it with them, and <laughs> and then we say, okay, this is approved content. You, mm-hmm. you can approve. We have uh, one account through which they can watch all of the videos, so there's one history for all of us watching. And I'm telling you this because I want you to understand that we are doing our best to put safeguards in place for our family. We also sprang for YouTube premium because we didn't want the ads. We mm-hmm. didn't. We and, and the ads are offensive. Man. Oh, my goodness. Like the ads are offensive and they pop up so quickly and you cannot extract that from your kid's mind. So we did spring for that. And there's one channel where everybody can see what everybody's watching. And so it's all kinds of accountability uh, in that way. And then, you know, anyway, I'm just I'm telling you that because I want to be as transparent as we can so that you don't think that there's a false security there. Do yeah. you do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I appreciate that people ask us what we're doing and so we want to just share what we're doing. Okay. Yes. Um do we did I do a should I do a recap or should I go yeah, do, to do a recap. Okay. So let's do a recap. On Monday we talked about inconceivable wokeness. Mm-hmm. Now what I didn't get to as we were talking about the um the level of wokeness and inconsistency and in people who would say that they cannot have um christian teachers because that's triggering or because that Man. is you know
0: at a christian at yeah a, a,
1: coming have from a christian, christian school we can't have the christian right teachers we don't want that influence over here and in, in our schools <laughs> funneled into our schools that oh makes goodness. me feel unsafe it's i mean inconceivable uh exactly but at the same time, the person who is decrying the influence of the potential teachers is you know, wearing cat ears and <laughs> right. yeah. you know, yeah. is checking all of the boxes. So, yes. so anyway, so that was on Monday. On Tuesday, we talked about redundant clubs where you've got the satanic mm. temple that is popping up uh, after school Satan clubs in schools all across this country and doing so by following the evangelical christian clubs and wherever they have a presence then the after school satan club wants to have a presence Crazy. they say that they're not about religion so <laughs> you know then what they are about is supposed to be happening during the major instructional time they say science and logic and critical thinking and all of that and so it's like then why do you need a club right why do you need a club uh, and then on Wednesday, we'll yes. be great. So you had an opportunity to interview a brother um, who talked about finding Jesus and, and really mm-hmm. discovering um, addiction in his own life. Talk yeah, we, about Yeah,
0: we that. talked about uh, video game addictions. We talked about just addictions in general, you know, but I think even talking about gaming addiction, addiction was big because a lot of people are dealing with that. And, I, you know, I saw comments of, oh, man, I have a loved one. I need this book. I, man, I, this happened to my friend. So it w- I think it really hit on a lot of uh different things for a lot of different people and so the book is Finding Jesus and uh Chris Christopher Osborne, O Z B I R N mm-hmm. and uh, man it, it was a great time I, I feel like he he ministered effectively and the uh, the book is is great you know I've been, I've read some of it and mm-hmm. man it, it's a devotional it's a devotional yeah. and it it really implements fasting as mm-hmm. a primary thing to help break the bonds of sin and yeah. so he Amen. experienced that and he wrote about Pretty much his experience and how God set him free from the gaming addi- addiction. So it was good. It, it, yeah. it was it, man. It was it was it was very powerful. And to talk about that, I, you don't hear it talked about a no. lot. No,
2: right. you know.
0: But you got to know that in the times that we're living in, we, and you know how gaming has just exploded. You know yes. that there's going to be uh, those things there that we have to deal with. So.
1: Exactly right, and and I'm you know I'll just say this. Our son likes to, and I guess you can call it game. I won't say the games that he's allowed to play because I I was he told me um, a couple weekends ago. I mentioned <laughs> some of the games that he plays um, at a church. Shout out, Antioch, <laughs> um, and he was kind of like sinking down in his seat when <laughs> I said it, and I thought, well, what's the deal? And he's like, mom, mom, you know, he goes. <laughs> most people are playing things like Killer Ops and, and, he, and he goes and then you say what I'm playing and everybody's like, what? It's a baby game. Like, And I thought, dude, I thought that was a cool game, yeah, you know. He's 13, but
0: 13, he's feeling he, I guess he You don't want to, don't want to be he is,
1: Like he's not playing things like, you know, some, right. like there's no, we're not I'm sorry, we're yeah. just, it's not allowed I, I didn't think it was I thought it was a great game, we, you know so I so, Normally I would say, so here's a game that he plays, but, um, (laughs) he's like, Oh mom, please don't. So I can't say, um, the game works at home, but not on the go. So (laughs) anyway, but my, my whole point is we've tried to be very careful with him to uh, to monitor him and to make sure because we don't think like, I think one of the things that the enemy really wants parents to do is to let their guard down, mm-hmm. to think that, Oh, you don't need to worry about that. Like that's not a big deal. Just keep moving. And so what we have prayerfully asked the Lord to help us do um, by the power of his spirit really is to be vigilant, to watch and to see what's going on and to not put anything past the enemy. You know what I mean? Like right. To say that, no, our kids would not be susceptible to this. We don't believe that our kids are of some sort of special type of human character, right? Where the enemy could not try to attack them. And so, and we mean that on all fronts. So we have safeguards in place, regular open communication with them. that's some of the things that you'll, you'll see, Mm -hmm. um, in the, the months and, and years to come. But, um, but yeah, that's just, that's just what we're trying to do with them. And so he has limitations. Like he can, he can only play the game, uh, I'd like to say during these set times, but really it's just kind of what we feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I know people like, man, that's so arbitrary. Yeah, that's true because really it's, it's based on what we observe in him. If he's done well in school for the week, if he's done all of his chores, if he's, you know, carried out all of his responsibilities, if his attitude is good, Mm -hmm. then, then he's allowed to play. And so I think if, you know, if we just say, well, you get to play at this time and then, he doesn't have to ask. He just gets on. Then no, right, right, no, we're right. still the parents. So we exactly. say you can play as at our discretion. Right. And what we have found um, is that, you know, being aware of that helps to um, in some way in some way uh, keep him from forming an addictive tendency, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it's so easy, easy to do that. Like right. just to you watch your kids and they their eyes just kind of glass over like it just (laughs) and they could go for hours yeah and not stop and so you know I you just have to be vigilant anyway I I think that's a conversation that's worth having and probably need to have it increasingly yeah um and then yesterday we talked about all the admissions all the things that's happening in the culture right now that um we've been saying it for a long time but now it's finally kind of being said out loud Mm -hmm. so you can comment on any of those things by calling 888- 589 8840, 888 589 8840. While those calls are getting queued up, I want to talk about a story that we didn't get to uh, this week. And I found this really interesting. And before I get into the actual story, I just want to ask you a question, Mm -hmm. Will the Great. If you were told that you are woke, Mm -hmm. would you see that as a compliment? Or would you see that as something that is negative?
0: In today's uh, climate, I would see that something that's negative.
1: Mm, Yeah. Very interesting. You know, there's a new poll that is out and um, uh, USA Today conducted this poll to find out how Americans view the word woke, Mm -hmm. view the term woke. Is it generally a positive term or a negative term? And as you might imagine, the breakdown really comes down to kind of party affiliation, maybe ethnicity and culture and things like that. Um, I think there are some people though, who really don't understand the term. Hmm. And I I think how we feel about the term woke would have, and this would be true for any term, how we feel about it would be based on our understanding of the definition. Right? Mm -hmm. So, so here's what's interesting and I'll just read a little bit of this article here. While many prominent conservatives have dismissed the term wokeness. This is from the Christian Post, by the way. Um, Dismissed the term wokeness as a threat to the gospel. A new USA Today Ipsos poll shows that most Americans view it as simply an awareness of social injustices instead of a term demanding that people be overly politically correct or a policing of language. And Mm. I think that distinction is really key, right? Like, because... If you think that, and this is why defining our terms and culture uh, kind of becomes so important. If you think that woke is just being aware of social injustices, then when you hear someone spit woke out as if it's (laughs) something negative, you automatically alienate yourself from that person. Mm. Right? Like if that person hears you saying something or discerns a feeling that you have, okay, based on what their definition of that word is. So then you could, you could appear to them to be hateful. Right. If you say, Oh, look at him. He's, he's woke. Like, (laughs) like you're mocking. But if the person thinks that it's just an awareness of injustices, right. Mm, mm -hmm. Then they might wonder why you have a problem with. Wokeness.
2: Mm, Right. mm -hmm. But then
1: on the other hand, if, if you define wokeness, if you collect, if you connect that to an ideology and it, by the way, and, and I, I do want to get into this as time allows, let me know if, if I need to move on this. I don't want to turn it into a Tuesday, but let me just say this. If you connect the term wokeness, as I think it's best connected to an ideology that has its roots in Marxism, then We shun that. We shun the call to wokeness, right? Because it demands political activism. It demands political correctness. And all of this is an attempt to control a collective. It's an attempt to control a group of people. But as I was reading this article and looking at the breakdown, I thought there's an opportunity here for us as Christians Mm -hmm. to make sure that when we are in certain spaces and when we're talking about, certain topics Mm -hmm. that we first establish definitions, right? Like what does it mean when a person says that he or she is woke or what does it mean when we even use the word? And unfortunately, the question really has to be, what does that definition mean to the person to whom you're speaking?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And some people they're saying, well, I know I've heard from a couple of people that, oh we, we we don't use that word anymore like it's, it's that's done like that's so old and mm-hmm. they were saying it in a way because they were called that but it yeah. was it was a negative thing and it was kind of like yeah they didn't go and woke but they're like no we don't even say that anymore don't call me that but i think mm-hmm. it's still relevant because you still relevant. have the, the sentiment going on you that's know that's right yeah
1: that's right it's like even if The word changes. Right. Like even if you don't use the word anymore, the definitions, I think, that are genuinely attached to that word Mm -hmm. are still in full operation. Yeah, definitely. The the call for diversity and equity and inclusion and the call for social justice that is connected to a political affiliation. All of those things are still pervasive in the culture. So even if people don't want to use the word woke anymore, Mm -hmm. the definition of wokeness is still out there. We'll grab the break, and we'll be right back.
2: I need you to show me yeah. where I'm supposed to go. I need help with what I'm supposed to do, love.
1: Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening. It's the Friday Gumbo Show uh, where we recap what we've talked about during the week and then open the phone lines for you to comment on anything that you feel like you didn't get through to comment on. Uh, although, I will say that there are Fridays, which, by the way, since we started talking about wokeness, I do have a couple other things that I would like to mention. I'm not trying to turn it into a Tuesday, but, um, <laughs> but I would like to mention this. There's a story that I didn't get to the understanding of wokeness. Do you, did did you make all the points that you wanted to make on that, by the way? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. About, okay, mm-hmm.
1: understanding how we define terms. Yes. So there's another poll out that I found really interesting, uh, and especially in light of the kind of the position that we take on how our kids are educated and what we expect of our kids. Um, and I'm thinking specifically of this idea, this thought, that our kids are going to be missionaries in school. Right. That our kids that we're going to send them out and that they're going to be missionary Well, they're missionaries. There's new information out that strongly suggests that even adults don't feel like they can share not only their political views, but their faith in Mm, the workplace mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as adults, (laughs) as adults. So as I was reading this information, I was just thinking, wow, you know, and so then we put a tremendous amount of pressure on kids saying that we expect them to do something that we ourselves do not even feel comfortable doing. So here's a story. Nearly two thirds of employed adults in the United States believe that respectfully explaining their political or religious beliefs at work can result in negative repercussions. According to a new report An IPSA survey was commissioned as a part of Alliance Defending Freedom's viewpoint diversity score initiative, which by the way, I think is brilliant I think this is brilliant. I'm hoping that this is a direct challenge to the corporate equality index mm. that comes from the human rights campaign. Yeah, And I'm hoping that with all that we've seen companies doing, jumping through all of the hoops to increase their score on the corporate equality index, right, mm. which has come at a great sacrifice for other employees and their convictions. So you have to remember, in order for these companies to move up or increase their score— on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index, that means that other employees' freedoms have suffered.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: other employees' convictions have suffered. Right. So, and I don't know that this is what Alliance Defending Freedom is doing. I really hope that this is what they are doing. If they are beginning an initiative that um, would call companies to increase their viewpoint diversity score, <laughs> can you can you see what this would do for other? companies that that are that have said for a long time the people who are making the most noise Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the people who have the indices Mm -hmm. if you will that that we've got to measure ourselves by these are the people that we're responding to but it's been us the christians those who would identify themselves politically as conservative who've been quiet we haven't said anything so i'm hoping that this is a move in a direction to say christians in this country still have a voice Mm -hmm. And as your employee, they still matter. Their comfort, our personal comfort still matters. Okay, Mm -hmm. so back to this information. Uh, The Freedom at Work survey polled approximately 3,000 employed U.S. adults, 3,000, from October 7th to November 16th. Among the findings released earlier this week, researchers found that three out of five, three out of five respondents said it was likely or somewhat likely that respectfully expressing religious or political viewpoints would result in negative consequences at work. Wow. Additionally, one in four respondents said that they knew someone who had experienced Mm. negative consequences for respectfully expressing their religious and political viewpoints. So here's the question. The question is, do we live in the type of culture where if you know that going into a situation you could be harassed or like, I guess the ultimate would be that you would be fired Mm -hmm. for your viewpoint, for your religious conviction. The question is, would you still share it? Do you, do you Uh. feel comfortable sharing it? Mm. And I think what the numbers are showing is that no people don't people, people are unwilling to risk that. We had a conversation here. um, Not too long ago. It was my first time ever, ever in life meeting an actual employee of Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> which I kind of was it I, I, I mean, you know, I don't <laughs> I, I try not to be starstruck, but like, whoa, there's is real people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's real people. We've heard about l G- G- Rhythm. Right. And uh and and we know what he does, but that there's real people there. And so but jokingly talking to this brother in the Lord who uh works at Facebook, which by the way, when he prefaced that he was like, okay, hold on a second. I just, nobody jump on me here at this table. I work at Facebook. There was a dramatic pause. You know, you almost are kind of like, are you recording this conversation? Right. right. I'm sorry. It's not, that's not, <clears throat> that's not how we feel completely. My point is this though. He was sharing uh, some of the, the, I guess the tension that exists there in, being able to faithfully express your convictions and how we know this, we know this, but to hear that, you know, there are people who can identify and use their pronouns and freely express. But the moment that a Christian starts to freely express, Mm. um, then there's a problem. There's a problem there. Um, Okay. ADF senior counsel and senior vice president for corporate engagement, Jeremy Tedesco was quoted in the announcement as saying that these survey results show that a significant number of employees are afraid. They're afraid that their religious and political views could cost them their job. I'm wondering, like, what would be the solution to this? You know, how do you I guess having a having a uh, a competing index would be a good place to start. But is there, is there a role that we as Christians play in this as well? Have we kind of given up this ground that has allowed for it mm. to become one of these things where we say
2: our yeah. voices don't matter? You
0: know, I think, man, I think we have. And I think we're going to have to be bold going forward. Um, we have to regain that voice. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I get probably because this is what I've been reading a lot lately in the book of Acts. I'm thinking about Peter standing before the the, the high priest and the Sadducees and all these people and being fo- filled with the Spirit, mm. giving an answer to them, you know, for what just happened, that a man was um, miraculously healed, you know, and, and start preaching about Jesus. Now, these were the same people that killed Jesus, and these were the same people that he was afraid of, you know, at one point, but being filled with the Spirit, he was able to boldly proclaim who uh, Jesus was. And I think Christians in the in in secular workplace, mm-hmm. that boldness is going to have to be there, filled yeah. with the Spirit to be able to speak and to say, you know, what you believe in, like, in a respectful way, like they said. Yeah. But to do it nonetheless, because we lose ground by... Uh Not saying anything or being put in a corner,
1: yeah,
0: and you, you see what i'm saying i I, I, do. I think the feeling of the Holy Spirit being empowered for service is vital for every believer, and if you're in a situation where you're on a, a job like that and the tensions are there, mm-hmm. man, we need to be asking every day, Lord, feel me today, that I can yeah, be bold so in this place and that's for all of us, not if you yeah. work in a secular workplace or in a ministry or whatever, but yeah. I think that's that's the you know that's the thing.
1: Do you think that there is an expectation? I'm thinking from a parent's perspective and just some of the some of the, I guess, defenses that we've heard and and some of the positions that parents take. Do you think that there is an expectation that our children are able or willing to do things that we ourselves are unwilling to do? I mean, if these Mm. if these numbers are accurate, right, that three out of five say that they fear Retaliation just because they're sharing their conviction, um, and of, of course, I don't want to presume and that because they have a fear that that would hold them back. Yeah. But I mean, just based on what we know, man, the Bible is very clear that the yeah. fear of man proves to be a snare. A
0: snare. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and so, fair. if
1: we're afraid to share what our convictions are,
0: yeah,
1: I just, I, I just can't help but imagine that this is why we've lost so much ground. Yeah. You know that there are things that we say, but the things that we do maybe don't align
0: man that. that's that's a good point if 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 we're afraid as the adults to to share you know um about God, I don't think we can expect our children to stand in a bold way in the world that they are living in mm-hmm. if we you know, you see what I'm saying like yeah there's no way if we if we are the ones <laughs> we can't even do that, and I'm not trying to be judgmental, I know it's hard sure right, but at the same time, man, Christians have had to do this. Since the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. stand in the face of adversity. I mentioned Peter. That was that was when the church was being formed, you mm-hmm. know. And so I, I think I, I think you know we can't expect our children to do something that we haven't done and 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 prayed about being empowered to do ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to go to the phone lines. I just want to make this other point here before we do that. When looking at this information, this this report or this, this survey also found. That 54% of respondents said that they believed sharing political content on their own, on their own social media accounts, could result in negative consequences Mm. at work. And 42% of potential job seekers said that they were less likely to apply for work at a company that had a work culture that was hostile to their religious or political views. Mm -hmm. So I want to look at the 54% here just really quickly This, to me, falls into that category. You know, Eric Metaxas in his book, Letter to the American Church, I think Mm -hmm. is the name of it. um, Eric Metaxas talks about this. I think he calls it the spiral of silence where there's almost sort of like a snowball effect that we are so afraid to speak um, because one person gets made an example of. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the price you pay for speaking out that what happens is people then begin to take steps back from those who are punished. Yeah. Like nobody want. I don't want to lose my job. Right, so all right. you have to do in this country is make a few public examples. Yeah. Make a few public examples, <laughs> and unlike what I think would have been characteristic of Christians in the past, is that well, we're leaning in. We're we're willing to to risk it all. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I say this respectfully, and I'm I'm putting we all the culture that we live in right now. I don't think that we are positioned. Or poised, if you will, Mm -hmm. to risk all of that. Mm -hmm. And so then the spiral of silence happens very quickly. Mm -hmm. Why? Because people are like, well, wait, that's what it costs if I say something. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say anything because look at what happened to her. And, And I've got a family as if the her in this scenario didn't didn't have a family or didn't yeah. have a stake in the game or didn't have anything that was valuable. And so I, I don't know, I guess I, I think what we have, to, just like what you're saying, yeah. we've got to be filled with the spirit of God. We've got to be empowered to live for God's glory every single day. And I think when you are empowered, right, you don't think so much about your own safety. Mm. Like you're not calculating what the outcome will be for you right there in that moment. Yeah. And I'll go to the phone lines here, but I just, I just will say, um, Often I feel like that's what happens on this show. Like Mm -hmm. when people write us back and and they're just like, oh man. And when you said this, it's like, man, I actually can't believe I said that. Sometimes I think if I would just go (laughs) and calculate what people might think of what I said, or if they would feel like that's too staunch of a position to take, I might calculate that. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, if if your aim and your position is glorify God, tell the truth about who God is, you don't calculate. What's the best way to say it or what's going to be, you know, advantageous for you to say? All right. So anyway, uh, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Where are we going?
0: All right. Let's go to Elizabeth in Alabama. Hi, Elizabeth.
2: Hi. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Okay, so um, I listen to you all as much as I can, which is typically when I'm in my car. Mm -hmm. And came about because you all are one notch on my dial off of um, public radio, Mm. which I listen to. And I wanted to hear from the moment I heard you two, I was I've been pulled into you and your show and hearing your viewpoint. And I have so much respect for the two of you. I I do hear Mickey on the radio more, um, (laughs) but I enjoy you both. And I enjoy when you're together, um, the rapport that you have with each other. Mm -hmm. And so um, I agree with what you're saying today. I really, really agree with what you're saying today. There are times that I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm from the other end of the political spectrum. But you guys have changed my heart. Um, You are... People, I really enjoy hearing, wow. and um, so I just wanted to say thank you. We're, we're not, we're not enemies. We're right. I, I have. You are in, you are a part of my life, hmm. and wow. I, I really, really get a lot out of your show. Even mm. when I, even when I disagree, I still love it.
0: Elizabeth, are you, are, you, are you a follower of Christ? Are you a believer
2: in Jesus Christ? I am. I am. I, go, I do go to church every Sunday. Okay. And I do go to a, a pretty left-leaning Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe wholeheartedly in the beauty of other people and their opinions, even when they differ than mine.
1: Yeah, Elizabeth, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank like you. I we we're coming to the end of the program here. Um I just want to say how much your calling in and your comments, your encouragement is a blessing to us and and what what stands out to me most is that even though you would not be naturally bent to listen, we have stayed true to our convictions and still that has drawn you in. So glory oh, to God. Yeah. Thank you so much. Until Monday, Lord willing.
0: God bless.